0: All right, we're about to get into another episode of the Money, Love and Freedom podcast. And we're going to be talking about a topic today that I think is really, really important when you're making decisions, and especially the big decisions, right, whether it's in your business or your family life. That's the concept of having multiple options. Now, have you ever been in a situation where you feel like you just don't have a good choice? You know, it's that saying that I feel stuck between a rock and a hard place. And there's only two options and neither of them seem great. Well, I'm here to tell you that there's always a way out. There's always a third option. And on today's show, we're going to be talking about that, about the importance of having multiple options, having at least three, and how you can find creative new ways to prevent having to be stuck between a rock and a hard place. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Money, Love, and Freedom podcast, where you'll develop the mindset and skills to create a life of total abundance. From business and wealth to love and sex, discover what it takes to live a life of freedom on your terms. And now, your host, Coach George Wang. What's up, Freedom Fighters, and welcome to another episode of the Money, Love, and Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Coach George Wang. And the date that this podcast releases should be about, a, oh, I think, a week and a half or so after the 2020 presidential elections, and by now I think that we should know who the new president-elect is. Uh, I say we should know because as I'm recording this in advance, I don't know what the final outcome is. What I do know is that this election has led to an incredible amount of divisiveness in the U.S., you know, it feels like we're all being forced to pick between two sides of, of a lot of things, right? It's masks or no masks, uh, open the economy, shut the economy, Trump or Biden, red or blue, right? It's, it's this either or type of thinking consistently going on everywhere. And here's a lesson I want everyone to hear. This is going to play out in your own life whenever you make decisions, whether you're making business decisions or personal decisions, or, or even political decisions for that matter. You need to find and create as many options for yourself as you can so that you can make a better decision. You know, you know people sometimes have that saying, or, or you hear them say, I had no good choices. Uh, it was either this or that. I was stuck between a rock and a hard place, right? Those are things that we hear a lot uh, and, and they sometimes people don't think they had a decision. They, they, they didn't have any good choices, right? Uh, maybe they said, you know, sales were down, so I, I, I either had to fire Tony or continue losing money for who knows how long. Or maybe, you know, I'm I'm losing my passion, and I don't know if I should keep this old product line or discontinue it. Or maybe it's something like, I want to try something new that I've always wanted to do. And I don't know if I should start now or not. So have you ever felt yourself in this kind of either or thinking, left or right, only two decisions? These situations sometimes feel like there's no winning, right? They, they, they cause a lot of struggle. And the reason is because you always need at least three options. So here's the rule. Remember this, write it down, ingrain it into your nervous system. All right. Here's how it goes. Whenever you have to make a decision, if you only have one option, you have no decision. Bottom line. If you only have two options, you don't have a decision, you have a dilemma. It's only when you have at least 3 options do you have an actual decision. So whenever you find yourself stuck in this, you know, black or white, left or right type of thinking, look for at least the third option and there will always be at least 3, if not many, many more. So, I mean, I want you to think about what it's like when you're stuck in a dilemma. It, it sucks, doesn't it? Like, there's no good options. You know, I, I definitely remember a time from my own personal life when I was playing poker. It, w- it was kind of this breaking point because I, I had been playing poker for quite a few years already. And then I began to realize that while I had a lot of passion for the game of poker, it wasn't my purpose. It wasn't what I was put on this earth to do. Which might be how some of you might feel right now. Some of you might feel like you're in a job or you're in a business that doesn't suit your purpose. It doesn't fulfill your purpose. And that's where I was. Because see, the purpose of my life, and, and I've always known this to some degree, and I've always felt this, but my purpose has always been to help and to support others. So if you think about a profession like poker, my quote-unquote job at the time was the complete opposite of my purpose you know rather than helping people at a poker table my job was to make my opponents feel dejected feel wasted and to try to rip every dollar I could out of their pockets so it was about I think it was in 2011 2010 2012 somewhere in that general area when I was about 3 or 4 years into my poker career, when I really started having doubts about it. Because I still loved the game, but just as a full-time position, as a full-time job, it wasn't fulfilling my purpose. But, I felt stuck. It seemed like I only had two options. It was either continue playing poker for 50 hours a week and just dreading it and not feeling fulfilled, Or quit poker as a profession and, you know, go back to making next to nothing because, you know, after you've been playing poker for quite a few years, you have a relatively large resume gap. And it feels to a lot of poker players or people in that situation like, you know, there's nothing else we can do. There's no other way we can make the kind of income that we're making. And I will say that the money in poker was good. So neither option seemed great to me at the time. I was stuck in A dilemma. But I caught myself. And I reminded myself of this process and thought, well, wait, what's the third option? What are the additional options besides just keep playing poker and not fulfill my purpose? Or quit and then go do something else where I'm not going to make any money. So I began to brainstorm and I came up with lots of options. I came up with lots of options. The poker, the money in poker is so good that I thought to myself, well, why can't I just play less hours, right? I could play less hours and maybe I wouldn't feel so so out of out of pocket or out, out of place. So that was one option. I could play less hours. You know, I remember thinking that I could maybe just play part-time and maybe work part-time somewhere else just to kind of get a different change, different environment. You know, I thought I could find a, maybe a side hustle aside from poker, which which sounds kind of funny because I feel like some people's uh, side hustles are poker maybe, Um But I thought maybe I could find a side hustle away from poker. You know, these are all things I thought of. And then one option really stuck out at me. I thought to myself, if the purpose of my life is to serve and to help others, then why can't I integrate that somehow with my poker life? So I decided that I could, actually, that I could continue playing poker and to satisfy my purpose that I was also going to take up volunteering in a much bigger way. So I did that. I went to a local church and I asked them, you know, what type of programs do you have? What do you have going on? And how can I get involved? And I ended up getting involved volunteering with them once a week, doing all different tasks, like little things from just setting up the chairs in the auditorium to running a, uh, 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 I don't know what you'd call it, but kind of like an overnight pop-up shelter for one night for homeless in, in Las Vegas and, and various different things like that, uh, soup kitchens, helping to feed the homeless. You know, and it was a really, really rewarding experience. And also to integrate it even more into my poker life, I started committing 25% of all of my World Series of Poker winnings to them as well. So that way, I was able to really, really connect everything and really connect to my purpose again. And I, I mean, you, you, I don't think you understand how much having this third option really benefited my life because, again, it really made me and forced me to connect to my purpose, which I always kind of knew underneath, but it forced me to reconnect with it. And at this point already, I had been studying NLP since you know my early 20s, so that would be probably around... 10 years at this point. And uh, and obviously, I've been studying a whole bunch of other brain sciences throughout my poker career. However, I always used it for self gain. I learned NLP to think, how can I benefit from this? How can I, you know, study my opponents more? And how can I get into their heads more uh, using this science and other sciences? And it was always for self gain. By the way, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that's just how I used it. But it was during this time while I was volunteering that the spark really hit me. I loved helping others, and I wanted to do it full time. So rather than just studying this information for my own personal benefit, I also took the time then to get certified in some of these various disciplines, right, in um you know, uh, hypnotherapy, in neuro-linguistic programming, in strategic intervention. And I found the best schools with the best instructors. And because I had a very flexible schedule with poker, I could take the courses whenever they were available. See, poker gave me the opportunity now to go after my purpose. And that eventually led me to the career that I have now. The persona that you all know as Coach George Wang, was birthed from this time period of realizing that my purpose was to actually help others, and then taking the time to volunteer, and then getting hooked on that visceral feeling you get when you're living in your purpose. Now, can you imagine what my life would have been like if I just let myself stay stuck In that original dilemma. I probably would have either continued playing poker. And just hated it. Or maybe I would have left. And found some other job that might not have suited me. Looking for that third option. Is what set off this whirlwind of events. That led me to where I am today. And I implore that for your life as well. So here's how you do this. Whenever you're in a decision. Check. Make sure that you have at least three options. And if you're in a dilemma when you only have two, sit down somewhere. Lock yourself in a room. Really give yourself the gift and have some time and space to really go through this decision-making process. Then write down your first two options and then brainstorm as hard as you can as many additional options as possible. You know, this is going to take some out-of-the-box thinking sometimes, but stick with it, right? Encourage yourself. Encourage yourself to not give up until you have at least, you know, three, four, five, or even ten different options to pick from. This doesn't mean that you won't still go back to picking one of those first two options. That does happen sometimes. You might have a list of five or ten, and then you end up having or going back to one of those first two. And here's the beauty of this. After you do this exercise, and you go back and you do end up picking one of those first two options, you're going to feel a lot more internal peace about that. Because rather than thinking you were stuck between, you know, two tough options or two less than perfect options, you can sleep well at night knowing that you looked at multiple options you considered every possible scenario you could and that this option is the best one to go with and that can give you inner peace to wrap things up the 2020 president uh, sorry the 2020 presidential elections are coming up and i am going to pick someone to vote for you know i am going to pick one of these guys but that isn't the entire story it isn't the option the entire option that i'm going to choose when i decide who i'm going to vote for first of all let me say this too i looked at the ballot and i actually realized that first there are just even on the ballot a lot more than two candidates okay so let, let's just recognize that right there are more than two options that were actually given but even if there weren't let's say we there were only two options The truth is, it isn't just Biden or Trump, even though on the surface, it seems like there might be only two. Because here's how it's going to go, okay? While I am going to cast a physical vote for a president, my real vote is in the third option, which is a vote for myself. Because regardless of who wins this election— My vote is to live my life to the best of my ability, to take whatever president comes in and whatever they bring with them and to use that and continue on in my purpose to become better, to become stronger, not because of who's in office, but because I cast a vote for myself. I said I am the president of my own life. I control my own life. I create my own destiny. I create my own world. So I implore you also that whoever you're going to vote for in this election, that you also cast a vote for yourself. Thank you so much for listening today. If you are new here, just make sure you're subscribed so that you never miss any future episodes. You know, this way, you know, we're always gonna be creating content every week just like this, and this way you're gonna get it delivered to your podcast app every week. Also, if you wanna talk more, feel free to connect with me on social media. You can always find me at coach George Wang on Instagram. That's probably my most active platform. But you can find me everywhere else too. Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, I'm on all of them. And just remember this saying. Really ingrain it into your brain. If you only have one option, you have no decision. If you have two options, you don't have a decision, you have a dilemma only when you have three or more options do you actually have a decision so live your life by that ethos and if you do this and by the way what could be more freeing than having multiple options so if you do this you're living a life of freedom right now on your turf thanks again and we'll be back next monday with a new episode